Schwarzmann. Podcast to all the Bazaroth. This is World of Warcast, episode number 285. I am Michael Gaines. And this is the I am not prepared edition. <laughs> no, we're, we're really not. <laughs> we're going to try our best, but uh, this has been a crazy week for both of us. And so we have been, we were literally about 20 minutes ago, both typing up notes at the same time on the same Google Doc. Yeah. And trying not to run over each other as we were doing it. <laughs> So it's it's been and not only that, but I woke up really late because I went to see Avengers last night and it ended at like one forty or something like that. So by the time I got home, I was like dead. I don't even remember the last time I stayed up that late. Yeah. So, all right, let's just get to it, Ren. What do you got? What? Well, I have mm-hmm. Bun of Steel. <laughs> you have Bun of Steel. <laughs> yes, my 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 little uh, mechanical bunny pet. I um. This is a pet that only spawns at like six hour intervals and such. So Mm -hmm. I wasn't really all that optimistic about my chances of getting it right away. But I happened to wake up at like 430 in the morning. Just, you know, my my brain turned on and I couldn't get back to sleep. So I said, well, I'll just go see if it's there. Sure enough. I go to Tinkertown. It's jumping around the, the, the thing. I tame it and I'm done. I thought about just, there's a thing where you can, with with Beastmaster pets, you can, you get that other pet, everyone sees Hattie with them. Yeah, yeah. You get the second pet. And you get this ability that a lot, uh, it's like an essence changer, that you can change Hattie into, to mirror whatever pet you have out at Mm -hmm. the time. And I thought about running with two rabbits, but I decided instead, I looked up other mechanical pets. And there's this one in uh, in Elwyn Forest called Tecton, who is a mechanical sheep. Mm-hmm. So I decided I wanted a wolf in sheep's clothing. So <laughs> I went and tamed Tecton. Now, the tricky part with Tecton is, is it really is an exploding sheep. Mm-hmm. So if you are not careful, you can blow it up before you get it tamed. The trick is you use a freezing trap to freeze it in place and tame it, and it was just fine. So I'm now running with a rabbit and a sheep. <laughs> That's got to be a lot of fun. It is. And I also get a big kick out of Bun of Steel tanking 112 <laughs> elites in Argus. Okay. Um, I've also been working on Fisher Friends. I decided to, to keep myself from going completely crazy doing this. There's one Fisher Friend up every day. Uh, it changes from day to day. But I decided that instead of just doing a complete grind, that I would do 200 of whatever item it is that you have to turn into them. I would do 200 of those every day. Now, mm-hmm. I, I haven't been able to do every day just because of everything else going on in my life right now. But 200 is quite doable. And you're, you need a total of 560 to max them out. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I'll do, so, you know, basically in 18 days, well, a little bit more, because as I said, I, I, like I missed yesterday completely because mm-hmm. I was out of town and I didn't have time this morning to do it. Um, so I, but I, as I said, it won't be exactly 18 days, but it, it makes it a lot more doable. The one thing I have discovered about Fisher friends, of course, 
is you always get the big bonus. It's like the Margos thing where you have to kill that elemental mm-hmm. sure. to 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 make the the pond sparkle to get the the items that you want. Well, there's there's one of them that works a little bit differently than that, but most of them work on that particular thing. The issue is is I'm doing this on my warrior. Mm-hmm. And of course, she's a melee. And this would be much easier to participate in the killing of this thing if I were a caster, because mm. I wouldn't have to leave my fishing spot, swim into the middle of the pond to help out with this. And really, if you're just standing around leeching off everyone and you're not helping with these raids, you're yeah, that's that's kind of low. It's... Um, yeah, well, I, I can understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, uh, I, I could see why you wouldn't want to do that. I've been there. It's it's kind of annoying if you're a melee. But you, yeah, I don't know, you just is. jump in, jump out, I guess. Well, it's and you don't you just don't get reset quite as quickly. Mm-hmm. And if you want to use your underlight angler, that means you need to be you need to have outfits, fishing and combat outfits, but if you're already in combat, it doesn't like change everything over, you know, it's kind of a pain in the butt as melee. Yeah. I kind of wish that I was doing this on one of my casters instead, but oh well. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I've been doing a little bit this week is I've discovered that at least on my warlock and my paladin, I can now solo normal dungeons. Wow, <laughs> that's incredible! Now, it's, a, it's a lot faster on my warlock. Well, what's your eye level? Uh, my eye level on my warlock, I think, is nine thirty, mm-hmm. and on my paladins in the high nine twenties. Okay. So I mean, I'm not I'm not even like raid geared. But with those characters, first of all, I mean, a, a, a prop pally is, like, almost impossible to kill anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's slow. It, I can do it. And I haven't tried, like, Vault of the Wardens yet, uh, which I think is one of the more difficult. Well, it's difficult from the standpoint of mechanics, but it's one of the more difficult basic dungeons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did Darkheart Thicket with him. I did... Um, I did Hall of Valor, Halls of Valor, and um, and, a, and a Shara with my warlocks so far. Darkheart Thicket but, is tough. There are a lot of mobs there. You have to deal with are. it once. <laughs> well, you have to be. You know, you just don't pull everything. You just be a little bit. You you, you be a little bit circumspect. No, I know, I know, I know. But I, there there are groups of them that you just can't avoid. Like when you when you first go in, you go like around the tree, and there are those groups of like four. Mm-hmm. I think it's four. Yeah. That's that's not easy. No, it's not easy, but um, it can, you know, it can obviously can be done. I've done oh, it. Oh, good. <laughs> well, good for you. So <laughs> I have not tried of, this yet. <laughs> that's kind of fun. Um, I mean, duoing is much faster, mm-hmm. but uh, with soloing normal dungeons is possible. I'd like I'd like to do, try all of them, not not the ones that are on heroic. I'm we've been duoing some heroics, yeah. but um, we haven't. Uh, my, my Kryler and I have duoed several of the heroics. We got through um, Nighthold duoed. Mm-hmm. I think I mentioned that before. But uh, was it Court of... No, it was, it was Nighthold. Um, and uh, we still need to do a few others. But it's kind of fun. Yeah, cool. All right. Um, all right. So this week... So I want to tell a funny story. For those of you that have been listening to the show for a long time, know that I have been hoarding my money for one thing and one thing only, and that was my Tier 3 chess piece on my Druid. Mm-hmm. For for anybody that's been listening to the show for a long, long, long time, know that uh, my guild was rating max 40, 
and we stopped for various reasons. Uh, Gil- this is old next forty. This is old next forty. This is June two thousand six. So this is we- when it was still floating <laughs> over the plaguelands. The plaguelands. So if you want to go back and listen to those episodes, yeah, they're still there. Um, but we stopped rating. So I got, I, I think I got a little more than half. I don't remember. I don't know. I, I think I got a little bit more than half of my tier three. And then for the longest time, it was gone. And then it was back in the black market auction house. So one of the things that I've wanted to get for a long time was the tier three chess piece. And have you ever played the game where you could just go, I really don't want to, but I think I'll go do a world boss and you get them out or something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, that was like my day the other day. It's like, well, I really don't want to go check out the black market auction house, but I guess I will. Oh, there are tier three chess pieces there for my druid. So it had a running it was, the the price on it was um it was running at 63,000 whatever 200 or whatever. So I take all the gold that I have on every tune that I have, 640,000 gold and I send it to my druid that has the tier 3 stuff. Like okay. And so I wait, and I'm setting timers, and Allie and that was that's right, it was Monday, so Allie and I were doing BFA, I'll get to that in a second, and I said to her, I was like, okay, look, I may have to stop in the middle of stuff because, you know, I have my timer set, and the black market auction house doesn't tell you exactly when things are going to stop. You know, it's like medium is between 30 minutes and two hours, and then short is under 30 minutes. So... We finish. We finish at eleven o'clock. I go back down there, and it, it moved from medium to short. And there was this, there was this druid there, and that druid had been there for a while. I'm like, oh, this this person is the person that I'm going to have to probably be up against. So when it ticked over from medium to short, I put in a bid of seventy seven thousand gold. Mm-hmm. Now, if you if you know how the black market auction house is set up. It's like at the end of this tunnel. So I turn, I get to the edge of the tunnel, and I get a message, you have been outbid. I'm like, oh, it's on. <laughs> so so I go back, and I say, all right, you want to play? Boom, 400,000 gold. Oh, 400,000 gold. That's how bet I've been saving money for this damn thing I know, for 12 I know. This- years. 400,000 gold, nothing. Not not a counter bid. I just wanted to see. I wish I could see the look on that person's face. Like, <laughs> oh, I guess I'm not getting this. And so for the next 30 minutes, I'm just sitting there waiting, 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 waiting. You have won a bid for Dreamwalker Tunic. Yes. I don't care that I spent 400,000 gold. I spent 12 years saving my money for that damn thing. So, so now I have... Um, it turns out that I thought that there were two pieces that I needed. It turns out I was wrong. I never got the headpiece back in Nax, and I never got the pants. Mm. So I thought I did. I had the. Sh- I think the shoulders were like the first piece that I got out of Nax long, you know, back in two thousand six. Um. So now I have the chest piece, and I need the headpiece. The thing about the headpiece is that the headpiece is cl- the the tier seven headpiece is close enough to the tier three headpiece. But I, st- I still want to get it at uh-huh. some point. But I need the pants. I forgot that the tier three pants were actually the second half of like the whole robe. Uh-huh. 
So mm. I can't wear so the it's tier- a skirt. It's a skirt, right? Yes. So I can't wear the tier three chest by itself. Now, how do you get the pants slash skirt? Black market auction house. I have uh. to wait until the black market auction house comes around again with the Dreamwalker pants, whatever it's called, the Dreamwalker pantaloons. I don't know whatever they call it, and then I have to get the head. But the head, I'm not so I'm not worried so much about. I just want to uh. get the pants so that I can have the whole regalia from that because right. the, the head looks fine now where do you go for the black market auction house there's only one place to go and that's Dalaran sewer that's not the only place to go well well the no other... you you can check it from your garrison no no there's what? another place where the the rogue uh class hall really yeah that's where i that. always check it but can you buy stuff there or can you just check of course. there of course. Really? There's, there's a fully functional black market auction house inside Damn the Rogue I, class hall. I did not know that. And I have a Rogue that's a level 110. And I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. She's right. As you as you come into there and just before you turn, before you go to the, the board for uh-huh. your, your mission board, um, there's a panda standing right there on the corner in the well, black market auction house. The, the downside to that is that the only gear that you can buy from that tune, for on that tune, is, is leather. Because well, you, you can't buy plate, like you can't buy cloth with your rogue, because that right, item becomes. You can if it's bind on equip. Yeah, uh, but not if it's bind on pickup. Yeah, generally it never is. But um... I've bought I've bought several things off the black market auction house until they changed it. That's you know that's where I got my grimoires of the four winds. It allowed me to fly in Pandaria mm-hmm, and such. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying there is another black market <laughs> auction house. I forgot to mention, there's something else that happened to me the other day with the black market auction house. There was, um, I'm trying to get recipes that are not available anymore, and one just showed up, and I forgot the name of it. Storm, oh, Stormguard Chest Guard, I think, is, is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And so um, I uh, I went to go get it, but I didn't want to tip my hand because it was only like 5,000 gold, 5,500 gold at the point. So I go down there, I check, I'm like, okay. I'm going to go down there and I'll, I'll bid on it at some point. Oh, I forgot to bid on it. And so I'm waiting for the confirmation or or somebody's outbid you. I'm like, why hasn't this happened yet? Oh, I forgot to bid on it. But here's the funny thing. <laughs> the um, the recipe sold for 5500 And I said, just for the hell of it, I just want to see if there's one on the vendor, on, on, the, um, on the regular auction house. And there was for 3200 gold so i want now of course i can't keep making these things but i mean just uh, just having it was really nice yeah it's funny that that was that was fun um all right so uh ali and i did the uh battle for here's the funny thing we did the battle for azeroth walkthrough on new tunes on a monday this is important what is the new walk? What is the new beta the new walkthrough? the new walkthrough? Is this so? Here's the here's the problem. If you started in Alpha Tune, your neck piece, your artifact, did not work properly. You could not progress it properly. You had to uh-huh. start a new tune. So we start a new tune. At the at the time, it was still Alpha. Um, I'm not gonna talk about spoilers, but there are some spoilers. Um. Yeah. So, man, I want to say it, but I can't. Well, but could you say it and no. say, okay, anybody who doesn't want to see it, say it, just go forward two minutes? Go forward 10 seconds. All right. All right. From point, from right here, go forward 10 seconds. The horde started it. 
the horde is the one that burned Teldrassil. Yes. I hate the horde now. Like yes. more than before. Why are you why are you so happy about this? I am happy about this because the horde is showing some initiative. No, are they really? Yes, they are. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. It it might bite them in the ass. Which, which is what this this there's always there's always risk mm. to, to, to having the initiative but well, yes the horde started it i i am fine with that yeah i'm not because <laughs> i'm not i'm not happy with the fact that blizzard did this because i you would think that they would have learned from cataclysm don't burn things to the ground that people like and that's what well, we done. i know i know what's going to happen yes i know it bites them in the ass but hey I have no problem with them starting, to be honest. I think it's very well, character. This is interesting because in the Q and A, uh, somebody had actually written in one of the questions, and they read it. Says like, "Should I be worried that the horde is starting to look like they're evil?" And that's sort of what's implied by this whole opening scenario is that the horde are actually because it was always like the gray area. Even Ian said is like. WoW has always been like, you know, a, a world of gray. Not mm-hmm. this time. This is the first time that I think that the Horde actually did something that was actually bad. Well, I think that in any war, you're not going to always be able to play in the gray areas, mm. you know. And frankly, when I joined the Horde way back in Vanilla, I joined them because they were the supposedly quote-unquote bad guys. And I found out later... That they were, uh, they they were much more ambiguous morally. Well, yeah, that, that um, was I think some of my my Torin tunes are good. You know, it's going to really depend on the on the tune how mm-hmm. they feel about it. My Torin tunes and my tune, I just have one, and my Panda are going to be a little taken aback by this. My orcs are going to love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> my undead's gonna love it because they've always thought that you know we're 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 being kind of mushy on this whole subject. Mm-hmm. So it's really gonna depend for on a character to character basis for me how they feel about this. Yeah. But the frankly, if you don't shake things up and you don't make big changes, I've I've always thought that if you're going to have this hard division between the horde and the alliance, by God, have a hard division. Mm-hmm. Um. And for a long time, it's they've they've been trying all of these. Well, we end up having to really work together, and that just gets to the point where we're saying, well, if we're always going to have to work together, why why can't we just drop the barrier? I understand. I I totally understand what you're saying, a hundred percent. But at the same time, I keep thinking these are smart people. Do they really want to keep fighting for their entire lives? It's. It, it, it kind of works out where I would say, why can't we have an expansion where maybe we do work together and then something happens and somebody does something stupid or, or, or whatever. Um, and then we're fighting again. And well, it, sounds like that's what they're doing. Well, yeah, <laughs> sort of like we never that sounds- had that hard lift of that, of that wall is what I'm saying. Well, and I think, but however, we're talking about, cultural differences here Mm -hmm. um the orcs for example are they're pretty much a warrior race that's what they like to do it's you know if you want to go to you know star trek it's like uh the klingons Mm -hmm. you know you're not going to turn the klingons into an overall peaceful race that's not their culture that's not what they value 
Um, orcs are very much a warrior race. The undead are convinced everybody's against them. <laughs> so um, they're really in a fight for their lives. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense for them to to throw into this. Blood elves just like making trouble. The Tauren are kind of like, well, you know, it's you know, it's the devil you know versus the de- well, the devil you've dealt with before, and they enslaved you, and mm-hmm. you know. And I have to say, the Alliance does not have a good uh, track record on fuzzies. <laughs> um, so, you know, so it's, you know, I, I really think that it's getting into going back to some of the core issues with with culture. Yeah. They're different. And they're not going to, you know, if they were, you know, if, they, if the Horde was and was not a raid against the Alliance, they would be fighting themselves. Mm-hmm. And you just know that. You already see occasionally in, in Horde storylines, really the friction tends to happen with the undead and the rest of the Horde. Yeah. Because they, I mean, you really get in that case that it's an Alliance of convenience, but the undead just kind of wish everyone would go away. <laughs> but I have not. All right. So here's how the. Um, wow. Was that a tangent? Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> Um, here's here's how it works. That you you do you start off in Stormwind. You do the thing. Um, I'm not gonna say what it is, but it's it's um, it's a scenario with cutscenes. But the last cutscene doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. The last cutscene they actually show um, one of the cutscenes from Cataclysm where Thrall mm-hmm. is using the uh, um, using the gem on uh, on Deathwing. Mm-hmm. So. There's there's obviously something that they're going to add later. When the app right. crashed for me once during a cutscene, so that was interesting. Mm. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out when when it gets released in mid August. Right. So so there's that. Um, for those of you that are <laughs> keeping track of my mounts, I'm up to two twenty. Uh, I wound up working on the Oracle. Uh, was it the Oracles? I think, no. What's the other one? Yeah, it's the Oracle. No. Frenzy Heart the Frenzy, and the Oracles. The Frenzy Heart and the Oracle. Oh, God, I can't remember the which Oracles one are the little uh, underwater yeah, yeah, the, and the and the and the Frenzy Heart are the dogs. <clears throat> the Frenzy Heart then. The one that looked like evil dogs, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the creepy looking ones. Those are the ones that I, I got to revere. And I got, um, I got the egg. That mm-hmm. you, you buy an egg for like three gold or something like that, and then it takes three days for it to hatch. So on my third egg, I wound up getting the green proto drake. Oh, cool! So now I'm up to two twenty, which is nice. There was something I did. I found this out as a happenstance. I was just looking through the auction house to see if somebody had some cloth pieces that they, you know, maybe mispriced. Mm-hmm. And I wound up finding the Spellfire robe from back in Burning Crusade. It was selling for thirty some odd thousand gold. I had not remembered that there was a lot of work that went into this thing. You had to get 14 spell cloth. I believe it was 16 primal fires and whatever, the imbued netherweave, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, well, so I'm like, okay, why does this cost so much? So I go look at primal fires. Primal fires, if, if you don't remember, you had to go to the elemental plane. There are other places you can get it, but that's usually where it was farmed. You go to the elemental plane, and then you would kill, there were um, fires and airs and earths and waters. Uh-huh. And um, you would kill them and they would drop moats. You put 10 moats together, you get a primal. Well, the primal fires on my server are selling for 80-something gold each. 
which makes no sense because they are so easy to get. Well, you also get them, but that that was back in the day when you when people farmed those things. Yeah. Generally now, I mean, one of the ways that you get primal fire and you get moats of fire is through mining. And uh, a lot yeah, of can. people, but a lot of people, frankly, are skipping Burning Crusade and going straight into Northrend. And one of the reasons that the miners do this is because fell iron sells for crap mm-hmm. and cobalt still sells very high. Right, right. So what you're probably seeing there is just, you know, supply and demand. Um, it's, it's possible. Uh, I, so what I did was I went to the elemental plane and I farmed. It, all right. So the way that it works is that there's a group of fires and there's a group of, on, on the other side of, of this hill, there's a group of airs. So I just farm the fires, the group, mm-hmm. and then they, and you just wait a few minutes and then they respawn. So I farmed the entire group. I wound up getting eight moats. In like two seconds. It was so easy to do. So I haven't put them up on the auction house yet to see if they sell. But this sort of is coming off the heels of I just dropped 400,000 gold on a chess piece. So I have have to to make that back. get that money back, yeah. Yeah, because Ali keeps asking me. It's like, well, when are you going to get the transmog mount? (laughs) Like, well, I I saved up all that money for the chess piece. But you know what I should have done is I should have only dropped 300,000 or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway, so now I got to make that money back. So I'm starting to farm the stuff for, um, file of the sands again. Right. That sort of thing. So I'm making my money. All right, and then the last thing that I wanted to talk about what happened to me this week is I log in because I wanted to finish, um, uh, you know how to get the Paragon for your rep. Mm-hmm. I was like 200 away or something from, um, army of the light. I think it was, or Augustine, whichever one, it doesn't matter. But I teleport to one of the spots. Um, I forgot the name of the boss, but it, there, people that have played know this. There's a teleport spot that's next to a lake, and then there's a uh, there's a rare in the lake. So I kill the rare in the lake. It says, oh, you have a I-1000 chess piece. Thank you. So that was nice. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do anything with it yet, because I don't think it's raid viable. or mm. It's... um. It's like about the traits on it. If that... you use shimmer, what is it? It's if you use shimmer, something happens. I don't know. I just looked at it and I just went, well, th- then I have to use shimmer in order for that to work. I didn't think it was right. I don't think it was worth it. So, anyway. So what happened this week in WoW? Well, this week in WoW is the pet battles event. Mm-hmm. So, it's a good, you know, if you dust off those battle pets and you can uh, get extra experience for them. Children's week starts mm-hmm. next Monday. Uh, going from Monday the 30th through uh, Monday, May 7th. Mm-hmm. The only things I have left to do that uh, is there's a couple of balloon toys I don't have. Oh, okay. This is also where uh, Kryler needs the last thing for what is Long Strange Trip it's been, which mm. is it's the PvP one in Eye of the Storm. Oh, that's tough. Oh, man. Yeah. So... There's been a lot of people who are already agitating to take that out of the... Because, I mean, who does Eye of the Storm? Well, Especially nowadays, it's just going to be full of griefers. People have been trying to take the PvP aspect out of what a long, strange trip... Well, not, wait, let me back up. I don't mind PvP things, so, but, but the problem is that they're so specific that they're very hard to do. Yes. Um, I got yeah, lucky. Especially since what you end up with is a lot of people just waiting around to grief people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly 
we have the Volunteer Guard Day mini event mm-hmm. on Saturday the 28th. And next week is Burning Crusade time walking. Cool. I'll do that. <laughs> All right. There was a Q&A on Tuesday. Uh, nothing was no, mentioned. It was on Thursday, wasn't it? Oh, Thursday. I'm sorry. Yesterday. That's right. Yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, there was nothing mentioned about Classic. Which uh-huh. I thought by now that we would hear something. I mean, I knew that it was going to be a massive undertaking. I knew that it was going to take some time, but it's been six months, and I'm 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 at this point going, are, are we going to hear anything soon? Uh-huh. <laughs> like even like design wise, maybe not. I don't know. I maybe this won't be ready in a year. Who knows? Um, I doubt a year. No, I I think we're looking two. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Um, so the first thing that Ian spoke about were the changes to the global cooldown, the GCD. I was not even aware of this because I played on alpha. I played on beta. And as far as a mage goes, I don't see any specific changes. Uh The way like my spell rotation and everything is almost exactly the same now as it was, was as, as it is in Legion Uh because I've got Phoenix flames. And so that helps out with my rotation. And I have my Instacasts, and that helps out with my rotation. So I I wasn't aware of this. And here's the funny thing is that when you fire up a, a Twitch window, your chat is automatically there. I usually turn it off. Well, I always turn it off during Q&A because it's just a cesspool of crap. crap. And it flies by, and it's Yeah, it's just a mess. So anyway, all I see when I first start this, this window is – GCD, 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 over and over and over again. People are saying, but I'm like, what is this about? So I was not aware of this. And well, Ian, it's, it seems to be fairly class specific. Yeah. Ian spent a long time talking about this. Um, mm-hmm. It has to do with the way that I interpreted what he said is that there are some things that made the, made the game or made the class seem a little too fast as far as spells he said that he wanted people to make deci- like split second decisions make a decision about a or b not do a and b mm-hmm. and i see where he's coming from but because i don't play the classes that i guess are mostly affected by this i, I have to sort of like pull myself out and say look i i just have no opinion on this but i right. i but from the words the, from what he said i sort of get where he's coming from is that i always saw the gcd as two things one from a gameplay point of view you don't want to be going boom 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 all the time you you need mm-hmm. some sort of cooldown from a lore point of view i always saw it as a way of you like speaking your spells right you, you sort of see it that way um so they said that they still want feedback on how the class feels Again, I'm a mage. It's it's not affecting me. So I'd like to hear from people like if if this is good or bad. I, I have not yet gone to the forums to see what people are saying about this. Um, well, they said that some classes, particularly Fury Warriors, mm-hmm. were having issues with it. Okay. Um, I don't play a Fury Warrior. I play an Arms Warrior. But they did say that some abilities, such as Charge, Infernal Strike, and Heroic Leap for Warriors, and Disengage for Hunters, were going to be taken off the GCD. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that they were what they were trying to do, as you said, was to have people make choices mm-hmm. that you know A or B, 
depending on, you know, what's on cool down and what's up at the moment. Yeah. But I, I gather that with some classes, it's a big problem Yeah. because, you know, it's, you're really locked into, there's too many things that are, that are on the global cool down. So when you hit one, all of them are off your bar mm -hmm. and that, that's a problem in some cases. Yeah, especially if you're a healer, if you're a war. Now, I've played healers. Uh, I know for a fact that there are some... Now, I, it's been a long time, so I'm not going to say what they were, but when I was on my Druid, there were some healing spells that were on the GCD, and there were some that were Instacasts. And the Instacast ones were, of course, the ones that were supposed to be like an emergency. Like, uh -huh. oh my God, let me just do something until the GCD comes around again. And Ian even mentioned that in... Uh, in the Q&A. Uh, I don't know if I was happy with his example. He said, if you're standing in the fire, and my first thought was, why is anybody standing in the fire? Like, you're not supposed <laughs> you're not to, supposed in to be in the fire. So I, I don't know. I don't know if that was a, I could see where he was coming from, but I don't know if that was a good example. But his right. point was, if you're standing in the fire, do you save yourself? Do you, you do you do your Instacast to hold the the tank over until you can get out of the fire blink out or, or he said blink but i think he meant for heal because healers don't blink no um he he just must have meant just something to get out of the fire quickly so yeah, i think just he just get used, out of the fire yeah, yeah just get out of the fire <laughs> so and th and then the other thing that i was thinking of was well, where are all the other healers mm -hmm. why aren't they i'm sure there's one healer who's not in the fire who's keep an eye on this tank let's so, hope so so i don't know if that was a good example mm -hmm. but i i see where he's coming from right um and then i wrote this in the notes it's not really relevant but i just wanted to sort of mention it as far as like game viability goes it's like in final fantasy 14 the the gcd is 2.5 seconds and everything is on it but you can lower it with specific gear and people have i remember because I, I was playing final fantasy 14 heavily a few years ago and people were complaining. It's like, why is the GCD so long? Because in WoW, it's a second and a half. And in Final Fantasy, it's two and a half seconds. That's a long time. But Oh, come on. How about this? Uh, how about a good complete heal in EverQuest, which took 20 <laughs> seconds? Yeah, I know. I remember that. But my point being is that if that game can survive and do well, maybe, maybe it's because it's the extra second that's not doing as well. Who knows? Well, I, I it's do... obviously not really hurting them all that much. I'm not no. necessarily in favor of putting everything on the GCD. And it kind of goes against their idea of wanting that whole A or B instead of A and B. Mm -hmm. I think it goes against that philosophy. Yeah, I think so too. Um, Azurite Power is being renamed to Artifact Power. Makes sense. Okay, It's <laughs> an he, artifact. He made a joke. He says everybody's going to be calling it AP anyway. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, somebody asked if there was going to be a way to respect traits. Now, when Allie and I were this playing... Is, this is on the Azurite amulet yeah, thing, right? Yeah. Because right now you can't. No, you beta. can't. We were in beta, and I, I made a decision. I'll just say this. On, on, uh, on the Fire Mage, well, I should say on the Mage, you had a choice of a generic one to save yourself, like heal yourself if something happens. And then there was a Frost, Fire, and Arcane-specific trait. So I picked uh -huh. the generic one. And no, currently in beta, there's no way to to do it um, again, to redo it, to change your mind. So they said that that will happen. Yeah, they're going to return that functionality. They're also talking about 
doing it a la vanilla as far as the respecking goes where you've got to pay for it. Mm -hmm. You remember back in the day to respect your talents, you yep. had to go to your trainer and five, 10, 25, 30, the, the amount of gold would go up the more you respect. And then if you, it would decay over time if you didn't went a, a while without respecting. Mm -hmm. But they're talking about returning to that. And again, I'm wondering if this is a tie-in to classic yep. server. I thought that too. To make people, you know, to get people back into that mindset again. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> they said Battle for Azeroth should be more alt-friendly. Mm, we'll see. Well, the only example that they gave was that the heart of Azeroth is being made more universal. Mm -hmm. So it will, like the, the thing you talked about, the trait that is fire frost or arcane specific that will change when you change your spec yeah. um but that's just one thing i mean yeah having to develop ap on three different artifact weapons yeah that's a pain in the butt three mm -hmm. or four in the case of uh of druids um but that is far from the worst thing as far as not being alt friendly that legion has to yeah. answer for so I would like to hear other things other than, look, we gave you one one little concession here. Your Heart of Azeroth works for everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'd like to hear something else. Um, there's a new Battleground section, subsection, called Epic Battlegrounds. This was something yeah, else. I didn't know about this. Yeah, they're moving the larger Battlegrounds are being split off into... Um, into the battle right into these epic battlegrounds so the small ones will be regular battlegrounds and the big ones will be epic battlegrounds um and as part of that they're removing blacklisting mm -hmm. from from battlegrounds yeah. now um right now they're they're planning to remove strand of the ancients from bfa yes but since but since they haven't moved the strand of the ancients achievements into feats of strength there's question as to whether this is a permanent change or a temporary change. i hate strand of the ancients it's yeah, it's I, my i did it a couple times that was more than enough for me thank you yeah the only other one that i don't like as much is the uh, the one with the mines the underground one with the mines i don't know the name of that mm -hmm. one i don't like that one either um all right we're oh ashran is being temporarily reti temporarily retired um Ian said they don't know if it's coming back. I'm surprised that it's going away at all. Yeah, I'd, why? Well, I don't know. My guess is that you already have Winter Spring, and you have Ashran. Is is it possible that maybe I, I, it's been a, it's been years since I've done either of them, so I really mm -hmm. can't answer this for people that have played the game, like have done both since. Mm -hmm. Is it redundant? That's my question. It's like, why get rid of Ashran and not Winter Spring? That's my question. Yeah. I mean, they're different play styles, but there's got to be a reason why they're getting rid of it. But they didn't say Maybe, why. Maybe, you know, just utilization that nobody's doing it. That could be. I don't so, know. But I, it, I don't know why it harms anyone for it to be there. So Yeah. I don't know. And I said, no plans to deactivate Bracials in rated PvP. And I think that we kind of got that sense when they, they announced some of the nerfs to Bracials, mm -hmm. particularly um, the human and blood elf Bracials. Yeah. Yeah. All loot will, will be personal loot. Now, the way that he said this, are there still going to be the options or are the options going away for like master looting? 
options are going away. The options are going. That's what I thought. Well, it's... they said that, you know, with group loot and with master looter, that you're putting so much in the hands of other people. And this can be a good thing if those people are good and trustworthy, and this can be a bad thing. We've seen, we've all seen, anybody who's played for any length of time have seen the good parts and the bad parts, oh, yeah. particularly of master looting. Oh, yeah. So they're just taking it out of their hands. Or loot council. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the running gag over the last, like, 14 years has been that, you know, the, the if you have a loot council, then the gear goes to the guild leader's girlfriend. And yep. I've seen it happen. Oh, yeah, me too. Not so, not personally, but I have um, I have seen it happen in, in other guilds. Yeah. I, yeah. So actually, I'm I'm not unhappy about that. Uh, I'm, well, I'll tell you this. There I can I can tell you for sure there will be some people that are unhappy about it simply because they feel that if they're there week after week after week and then somebody rolls in and gets a piece that this person feels that they need or deserves, they're going to be upset about it. Oh, it is going to radically change some mm-hmm. the way some guilds are structured, and it radically changes the incentive system. Well, here's another aspect to the whole thing. There is this new social network that Blizzard is putting in. Mm-hmm. How is this going to affect that in terms don't of like know. guilds versus these these new groups? I don't know. Well, I mean, there've always been there've always been looser associations than just guilds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, one of the, the guild that I belonged to for a long time that wasn't just, you know, the vanity plate guild that uh, my husband and I share now, we had uh, loose associations with several guilds, with several people as such. We ran a channel mm-hmm. that, you know, people who are not part of our guild could still be part of this channel and talk to everybody with each other. And so those associations have always existed. It's just, it hasn't been codified the way that the new social system will mm-hmm. do. Sure. The other, there's one other aspect to this whole thing that I'm a little concerned about because this has come up in the classic forums. Will this affect looting in classic? Because the, um, the problem hmm. with the rating system, I don't even care so much about the dungeons, but the rating system in vanilla was here you've killed the boss you've got 40 people each person has like 16 items that they can upgrade here are three items for you thank you very much mm-hmm. and so how is this going to affect looting raids and classic or, or and what i mean by this is if they're doing this for battle for azeroth and if they're trying to make parallels between battle for azeroth and classic are they going to change the loot system in classic because people will lose their minds if that happens Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's it's an idea. I don't think it's actually going to happen. It's just something I sort of like thought of and I wanted to bring it up. We'll still be flagged going into an enemy major city, whether you are in war mode or not. Well, that makes sense, right? Yeah. So it'll put you in war mode when you go in, if you go into an enemy city. Yeah. So you can't just I can't as an orc go stroll the streets of uh, of Stormwind. Yeah. So. So there is some more Battle for Azeroth stuff. There's some interesting stuff that came up about battle pets mm-hmm. in beta. There are some nerfs incoming, guys. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing that needed nerfing. Well, actually, some of these are. Okay. And some of these are not. Um, the Bone Serpent. This mm-hmm. is a huge nerf. They swapped the positions of Call of Darkness and Call Darkness and Liftoff. Mm-hmm. Now, what this does, Call of Darkness is the 
the the weather effect, mm -hmm. which for 10 rounds, I think it is, creates darkness. It blinds all the pets. And um, the, the problem with that is when it blinds all pets is um, your pets also are blinded. So it's not just all the enemy's pets. Mm -hmm. But there's this ability that bone serpents have they have called darkness and they have nocturnal strike and nocturnal slight strike always hits the target if blinded mm -hmm. so what they are doing is they're swapping the positions of call of darkness and liftoff so now call of darkness shares the same tier with nocturnal strike mm. so you have the the call darkness or you can hit all targets when blinded okay but not both this is huge it significantly reduces the power what i would suggest doing in the in the future for those of you who have bone serpent is to use a, a pet like your frost for for rat which also has call darkness have the frost for rat call darkness and have bone serpent with the nocturnal strike okay um Frostfur also has sneak attack, which is an ability that doubles the, the damage if the pets are blinded. So that's the other one. Okay. Uh, the crow and the Gilnean raven um, have had minus 200 power, but two, plus 200 speed. Hmm. So they're going to be faster, but they're not going to hit as hard. Okay. Uh, the cyclone damage has been changed from 7 to 3 to 7. So that's a nerf. Mm -hmm. And this is the one that has the most people upset. Haunt. Everyone loves their their Rykul, their baby Rykul there. Um, Haunt, instead of returning your pet at 100% health, returns it at 50% health. Mm, that's huge. That's I if, huge. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> well, a lot of people have said they don't like it, but it's been a long time in coming because the uh, that that the I try, I'm blanking on the name of the Rykul pet, but the little undead Rykul that uses Haunt, but it is very, very powerful. And in some cases, I, I really do agree it is over, okay. much as I hate to admit it. Uh, the Terraclaw Hatchling is also swapping the positions of a couple of the abilities. The, the practical upshot is that they're putting Dodge and Nature's Ward um, on the same tier, basically okay. meaning you have to choose between damage mitigation or pet heal, not damage mitigation and pet so heal. So there's that and and or again, like there's that and and or about. again. Yeah, it's the and or and and or edition. Um, <laughs> pet battle world quests will be coming, and they will scale to the highest pet on your team. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, there are some new pet, pet mechanics. One of them is random weather effects. So you may, you know, some of these pets, you know, some of them have darkness or the sunshine or the mudslide or, well, there's going to be some of them where it calls a random weather effect, mm -hmm. which is a bit of a head scratcher to me, why this would be a desirable thing. Because, I mean, the whole point of the weather effects is that you can leverage your other abilities to take advantage of whatever weather is, is called up. And if you don't know what that is, that's going to be a little odd. Okay. Uh, there's going to be more heals that increase the effects on the pet health and aura effects that heal your pet or damage enemy ba pet based on the last hit dealt. Right. Well, I'm glad you went through that because I haven't done pet battles in years. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> well, I actually I had to go. I went back to um, the Warcraft Pets site because I specifically wanted to understand this, the the changes to the Bone Serpent and Terra Claw Hatchley and why this was such a big deal. And the Bone Serpent has long been recognized as being a super overpowered pet, oh, okay. uh, which is why everybody loves the bone serpent but this is really going to make it a lot less useful unless it's used in conjunction with another pet that has the ability to do the call darkness for it that would be my suggestion on how to handle that one and finally we have some stuff from discord to talk about yes congratulations to bucky summers who is our latest um naked and afraid finisher which i forgot to announce last week um she uh she was a human Windwalker monk. Mm-hmm. She finished with, with four days, one hour, and forty-three minutes, and twenty-three thousand fifty-five gold. Wow, nice! I also need to make a shout out, and I'm going to try to pronounce this name correctly. <laughs> uh, Dodu Braun, Blade Fist. Um, I ran into a fan in the wild. Wow! I was cool. in a fishing raid uh-huh. doing Fisher Friends, and I get this tell from uh, Dodu Braun. And he says, you know, oh, great podcast. And I'm like, well, thank you. And uh, he said, well, I, I saw Renata and an undead chick from Whisperwind, and I figured it had to be you. So uh, I said I would do a shout out and also hello to Mr. Dodobron, Mrs. Dodobron, I should say. Um, apparently, they've been listening to us for many, many years. Cool. Hello. And, uh, so long time listeners. And so come on, join our Discord. Joining the fun. Yes. All right. So, the, oh, go ahead. Okay. I was just, so someone came up with a question on the on the forums that I thought was very interesting. Not on the forums, but on our Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you still need a Warlords of Draenor garrison? This was a very interesting question because on one of my alts I skipped it, but on my main I still use them. I'll, I'll say why. I have a Taylor and an Enchanter. My main is Taylor and Enchanter. And so you need them for the, if you're a recipe hoarder like I am, a completionist, then yes, you do need them. But apart from that, if you're an enchanter, you can get those um, effects, mm-hmm. which were completely useless in this expansion. Thank you very much. Um, but anyway, they said that they're supposed to be useful in the next expansion, which which is nice. But the other thing that you can do apart from that is that I have a stable for mounts, and I never mm-hmm. do it. I got to do the 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 mount quests so that i can get the mounts from the stable that's the whole reason why i did it in the first place so you, you, wait a minute wait hold it you've been collecting mounts and you haven't done the mount quests no i stable? i started it well you know what it is i hate draenor <laughs> i just i i don't like going there so that's why i haven't done it yet but i'm gonna have to start doing that again because i'm so I did close it before i could fly yeah there's no excuse i none. know i'm sorry <laughs> I have to do that. You know, I have my stable. Um, mm-hmm. So so there are reasons why. If you don't care about professions, if you don't care about mounts, if you don't... Oh, and the other thing um, is the... Um, what What is it called? This, the scrapyard. Um, oh, the... Um, the I'm, and now I've... Um, salvage yard. The salvage yard. Thank you. The salvage yard is good if you want that rare opportunity to get a green... Like a, like a, there are people that still put like extremely rare greens or, or greens that are not in the game anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they come out of these salvage yard chests. 
So if you care about that, then you can get that too. So other than that, I can't think of anything. Um, well, there's there's some of the other things too. There are some achieve. There are plenty of achievements yeah. that are associated with the garrison and also with the shipyard. Mm-hmm. There's uh, pets and mounts and such you can only get through doing garrison mm-hmm. missions. Mm-hmm. There's uh, if, as you said, if you're into professions, there are recipes you can only get through your profession buildings. Yep. And, um, so, you know, I guess, you know, if you're not into professions or achievements or pets or toys or mounts or, (laughs) and also (laughs) the other thing is, is if you're into pet battles, the menagerie. Oh, right. Is very good because if you get, um, if you get squirt, that is one of the the best things for just grinding pet training. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds. We've talked about this before. The various tactics for using squirt to train up pets to mm-hmm. level 25 very, very quickly. Yeah. Um, but you have to have a level three, um, a level three menagerie, which means you pretty much have to have a pretty developed, um, pretty developed uh, garrison. Yeah. The other thing is, is if you're into fishing, there's a whole fishing line with the, with Nat Pagel and the Lunkers and fishing gear that you only get for the garrison. So, okay. If you're not into toys, achievements, pets, <laughs> uh, <laughs> professions, um, mounts. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, no, there's no reason you do the gear. Yeah. Actually, I, I, that's unfair. I, I don't think, you know, if you have, like me, and you have this giant stable of vaults, I have not developed the garrison on every single character. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, my my paladin only has, like, a level two garrison, I think. But he's my second enchanter. I've done all the enchanting stuff already with my my main enchanter. So is it necessary for everybody? No. But... There are a lot of things you'll be missing out on if you don't develop, go mm-hmm. back and develop the garrison at some point. That reminds me. There's a, there's a staff, I think, that you can get in your mage class hall, which I have not bought. I want to see if that staff works with the um, enchant illusions from Warlords of Draenor. It's one thing that I just never tested and I've been meaning to. I, have a, well, I actually have a list of things that I want to do, and I'm going to add that to my list. Well, those enchants do work if you, like me, I transmogrify all of my artifact weapons into quote-unquote normal weapons. They work with mogs? Really? Yeah. I See, I like my I like my sword. I have a purple sword. First off, I didn't like the fact that I had to run around with a sword the entire expansion because I'm more of like, um, because I'm a caster, uh-huh. I, I don't feel that a sword works for a mage. I feel, I, as a matter of fact, I don't Tell think... Tell that to Gandalf. Well, I know, but but Gandalf had a, a staff, but I was... In one hand, in but one a sword hand. in the other. Well, WoW doesn't allow you to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the fact that's... that I was forced to use a sword. I just didn't, and... Well, there are sticks you can, you know, you can you can have an offhand, and you can transmog it into a stick. Yeah, I know, but I, I, I like my purple sword, mm-hmm. um, and it matches the mog that I'm using now, but... I really wish that I could have used a staff. And, and I know that we have staves, and we, we have it for Arcane, we have it for Fraud, but I just don't like either one of those specs. So I would have liked to have had um, uh, a staff for fire. And anyway, that's just me. I'm rambling. Yep. That's okay. All right. I think that's it. Yes. Um, Ren, how does everybody get a hold of you? 
I am on Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata, on Facebook at Renata Kane. Look for the Undead Chick. And of course, I hang out a great deal on our Discord, which is discord.worldforecast.com. Yes, I am Starmic on Twitter, World Forecast on Twitter. World of Forecast at gmail.com is your email address. It's going to do for this episode. And we'll see you all next week. For the Horde. Nope, never. Ha <laughs> ha.